Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Thrive Senior Living, Navigating the Senior Living Journey uh, podcast. I am Michelle Anderson, Vice President of Sales for Thrive Senior Living, and I have Libby and Mary here with me today from from our community in uh, Columbus, Georgia, Thrive at Green Island. Uh, Welcome, Mary and Libby. Thank you. Good to see you. Fantastic. I'm excited to have you here today, and I know we're going to talk through what your journey has been in in coming to live at Thrive and really excited to hear from you. And so with that, we'll just get started. I would I would love to take you back in time. Tell me, how long have you been with us at Thrive? Since I think it was the first or second week in May. Of okay, okay. So coming up on a year almost yeah. that you've been with us. Um, so tell me, let's go. Can we go back a little bit before May? And, you know, Mary or Libby, you guys feel free to jump in and answer this. I would love to understand if you went back even a year or even two years uh, before moving to Thrive, had you had thoughts of coming to senior living? Had you you know, what was going on in the home life? Where did you live and how were things progressing in life for you? Well, two years ago, I had, to me, um, moving to senior living was way in the future. And I was doing really well and having fun with all my friends and traveling and playing bridge and in three book clubs and doing all kinds of things. And then um, about a year and a half ago, I started having some fatigue issues and I had a few falls, but I still didn't really think I, I was ready yet for senior living. And then um, in April, I got RSV and was in the hospital for 17 days. Mary stayed with me the whole time, 24 seven. Wow. Then I went to rehab for 10 days and she had already made arrangements for me to come here. With or without my consent, but she hadn't. <laughs> and I had heard good things about Thrive, so I wasn't too worried about it. And I was pleasantly surprised because I really have enjoyed it here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think you hit on some things that are so very common um, and things that we hear a lot is, for me, senior living was way in the future. And then through a series of events, um, we come to find, oh, the future is now. The future is now and it's time. And um, when you think when you think about thinking it was way in the future for me, why was that? What did you think senior living was? Well, I we, well, I did. I knew what it was. You know, I had an accurate opinion about it and thoughts about it. I just thought I was doing so great, and I I was born with a coarctated aorta and had, had issues all my life, but I still was just feeling great and, um, you know, enjoying life. And um, I had a really nice little house in Maple Ridge. And uh, several of my friends lived really close by in Maple Ridge, and it was just ideal. And I couldn't imagine leaving that. In fact, I had told my friends and I had discussed what would happen 
way in the future when we would need, you know. And um, some of us said, well, we thought we would hire somebody to come in the house and look after us. And some of us said we would go, you know. But it's interesting to note that as soon as Mary brought me here, it made my friends start thinking. <laughs> and two of them um, have made plans to move to a senior facility. They're, they're, they don't have health issues, so they're going to move. Right. That's, you know, a lot of different levels. But um, right. perfect for me. Assistant care is perfect for me. And I, I'm so happy now. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great to hear. I love that. And you've paved the way. That is, so, that is so great to hear. You have really paved the way for your friends to know it's okay to go ahead and make this move. You don't have to wait. Mm-hmm. And um, and that is so fantastic. You know, Mary, when, when you think about watching your mom on this journey, what had you been thinking of it prior to this, you know, 17 day hospital stay and prior, were there things that you were seeing that had your mind thinking we may be getting to this sooner than mom, mom thinks? Yeah. You know, a lot of times um, my, I have three kids, they're all grown, but you know, and they all live right, right in this area. And the frequency of our group texts of, has anybody heard from grandma? Have y'all talked to grandma today? You know, and so, and then they increase in needing to drive over to her house to see, is her car in the garage? Is she home? Is she going to open the door? You know, we had started noticing like just kind of an increase in worrying about her. Um, And, and I had gotten to the point where I was telling her, if you're going out, I want to know where you're going, who you're going with. And you let me know when you get home. So I'm like, because well, she was a teenager. Yes. You know? <laughs> a little bit of a role reversal. Yes. yes. You know, because just knowing that, you know, she would say things like, oh, I, you know, I would and played bridge and I was exhausted the next day. Things that weren't wearing her out had started. Um, right. You know, and so there were things that we were noticing, just like the, the increased wellness checks, you know, mm-hmm. the us all you know, texting, have you heard from her, you know, not since last night, and then driving over there at 10 o'clock at night to see, is she okay? Um, But then after the RSV and realizing that, you know, if she went back home, there was no way she would be able to cook and and just manage her house the way she'd been. Yeah. So when you started inquiring, and it sounds like your mom may not quite have known yet that you were making calls or visiting, <laughs> which that is also very common. That tells me you are very, very loved um, and that, that people love you very much. And that's a what a beautiful blessing. When, when you started looking, Mary, in those first couple of days, if, if you can kind of think back to picking up that first phone to make that first phone call. What were the emotions you were feeling as you were starting to inquire and ask for information and maybe even step foot that first time you step foot in the door of a community, knowing your ultimate goal was to get your mom moved? Um, You know, I started off, you know, doing the old, you know, 
senior living Google search to kind of see, you know, because there were a few things that I knew were in the area. Um, I had never heard of Thrive. And then there were some other newer ones here in Columbus I'd never heard of. Of course, there were the old ones that I had heard of. And I knew I didn't want to in those because those are kind of that that quintessential old nursing home. You know, those right. ones that it's like a hospital. It's awful. Didn't want to put her there. Um, so I found Thrive. And of course, it's just like when you're apartment hunting, you know, you call and that first thing is, do you have any availability? Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked to Carrie Jo and uh, came in and met her. And I knew when I walked in that this was this was the place. Um, you know, I didn't, some of the other places that I looked at, they, they were kind of that newer, very trendy grays and browns, almost like ski lodge kind of look. They were humongous, but walking into Thrive, it looked like a very kind of old lady kind of place. It was a living rooms, you know, it was living rooms. It was mom, right. It was, it was more like what, I knew she liked, um, mm-hmm. you know, but making those first few phone calls, it is, it's very emotional because you realize I'm doing this because I love my mother, but I am also, I'm also kind of putting her in the position of having to give up a lot of the freedom and just the autonomy that she had because mm-hmm. she's going to be going from her house to an assisted living. But then when I got in here and I saw it, you know, she has her own little apartment. She has one bedroom, a bathroom, a little kitchen, a living room. You know, she has a patio that opens out into the courtyard. You know, it's it's very, very different than what I think people imagine when they think of assisted living. Yeah, I think you just hit on such a key thing of, you know, it is an emotional time for families, even though it's a good thing and the right thing, it's still very emotional. And, and you hit on something of you get here and your thought was, and and you can tell me if this is a fair assessment, because I think a lot of times there was this fear of she would be giving up freedoms and independence but what I what I think I'm hearing is before she started, you guys were noticing a decline and actually the freedoms and the independence were actually drifting away in the home because of being tired and because of the health challenges and maybe, you know, not as much socialization and things like that. Have you found since moving to Thrive, you've actually regained some of that? Well, yes. And just with the peace of mind? Best. You know, I did like the appearance that, you know, when I walked in, I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, it does look nice. But what I liked the best, you know, after I've been here a few days, is that everyone is so friendly and, and, you know, reaches Mm -hmm. out to welcome you and make you feel comfortable here. And I really enjoy going to the dining room and, and doing the activities and, so it's, I didn't have to give up my social life. I occasionally yeah. go to one of my former <laughs> groups, like my domino group, my book club, but I don't do it, you know, every month like I used to because it does tire me out. I'm always glancing at that <laughs> and it runs up my blood pressure. But um, I just, I really do enjoy it here. And it, it, 
it's made a big difference. And I, when I think now, for to give an example of how much it means to be here, um, when I first got here, after I had, you know, because I kind of recovered from the RSV while I was in um, rehab, and then mm-hmm. weeks after I got here, I got, you know, so almost back up to steam, not quite, but almost, and I could shower independently. Well, all of a mm-hmm. sudden, I need help. And so that just knowing that it's here when I need it and I can ask for it, that makes a big mm-hmm. difference. And they bring me my medicine. I, I would get busy before and just forget it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so they bring it to me on schedule and that's really helped my blood pressure too. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's it's fantastic. Socially and, you know, medically. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it. It sounds, I hear you talking about enjoying the dining room and I think there's so much more than just the good food and nutrition. There's the social aspect yeah, of having yeah, people to eat your thing. meals yeah. with. Be able to chat yeah. with other people during lunch and everything. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I think also, you know, it's that when she wants to go play bridge or dominoes or go to the book club, her friends will come get her and take her. Right. Um, my two boys, they'll, they come and eat dinner with her you know, mm-hmm. one night a week, or they'll come pick her up and they'll go out to dinner. Um, you know, they'll take her, they'll pick her up and take her to get her hair cut and take her to the grocery store. She'll have like Walmart delivery come in. So it's very much an independent assisted living. Yes. Yeah. There's you the help live. when she needs it, you know, the help, it's the help she needs when she needs it, but she very much has her own life and is able to do the things she wants to do. Yeah. You can blend your old life with your new life at Thrive and it as long as you can. And that's great. That was a big comfort for me just to know that. What a perfect description. You can blend your old life with your new life and, and have a really fantastic life in this chapter. That is so good. So good. Um, Mary, for you and your family and, and the group texts that were going prior, <laughs> have you have you all found a peace of mind and comfort with this? Huge. Um, you know, knowing that we don't have to worry mm-hmm. about her, knowing that, you know, she's not having, you know, to to manage all of these things on her own, knowing that if she falls or if she gets lightheaded or, you know, just if anything happens, we don't have to worry. Um, Knowing that she's happy, knowing that, you know, everybody who works here is so wonderful, you know, that, you know, we can come visit her whenever we want to and we can pick her up and take her somewhere. Um, You know, if we want to come have dinner with her, we can, you know, it's just, it is, Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, Thrive had a um, a thank to family Thanksgiving dinner, and th- they all came. My daughter and her <laughs> husband, and two boys from Tuscaloosa, and Mary and her husband, and um, my well, daughter Morgan and her husband. Yeah, and, and their three, three kids, child, <laughs> yeah, children, and um, my younger son. <laughs> my, That's the- great. Her older son was in Kuwait, so he couldn't come for Thanksgiving dinner, but he's back now. So grandma's relaxing. That, that yeah, a little more relaxed. It, it, it reminds me of, you know, it, it, it reminds me that you don't give up your independences. You still get to host Thanksgiving dinner. 
you're just in a different location. You're just in a different, just like yeah. different times that we move. You've just yeah. moved to a new, new place and the memories come with you. Well, I've had a wonderful family Thanksgiving dinner and everybody's family could come, but I think I had more here than anybody. <laughs> That's fantastic. What, um, if you think about people who might be listening to this um, down the road and they're considering senior living and different options, what advice would you have for them? Well, I would say relax and be open-minded. And um, I think it does matter a lot what kind of facility you go to, you know, you move to. I'm just lucky that this is where I came. But the main thing is when you get there, make an effort to be friendly and, and meet people and begin to enjoy the activities because that's the main thing. We have bridge on Tuesdays. We have Tai Chi on Wednesdays and exercise every other day except Sunday. We play bingo a lot of days of the week and we have word games, which I love. I, I embarrass myself because I kind of hog the answers and then I tell myself, shut up, Lydia. <laughs> but I just love all that so and oh Libby that is fantastic it sounds like a wonderful wonderful life it really does Mary what about you what advice would you have for the adult children who are considering and and perhaps have a resistant parent someone who is resisting or you know, are feeling the emotions that often come along with this of, of guilt or, you know, not sure how to tell mom this is what we think needs to happen. What advice would you give to families? Okay. Start start talking early. Start asking, you know, what 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 do you envision, you know, for down the road? Um, the absolute best thing that my mother ever did was get long-term care insurance. Um, and I told my husband, we are getting long-term care insurance, but, <laughs> because I read an article but in AARP that says they don't want to pay anymore, <laughs> but, um, start, start talking early about, you know, what, what are your thoughts? What do you envision? You know, when, when it comes to where, you know, ha- you know, living completely independently is too much, um, Start finding out what is available in your area. Um, you know, if your parents don't live near you, start looking to see what is available in their area. Looking at area, looking at places that that match their current standard of living. That you know, that was very, very important for me. Was making sure that that my mom would would go to an assisted living that matched her standard of living when she was, when she had her house in Maple Ridge. Um, you know, don't, don't be afraid. It is a very difficult conversation because it, it it's, it's like you said earlier, that role reversal, but we have to have difficult conversations with our children because we right. want what is best for them. And so we have to do that with our parents as well. Um, you know, that having that resistant parent who does, I've got one of those too, not this one. Um, but you know, and, 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 you know, I mean, right now he's living with us. He's moved into the apartment that's attached to our house, but you know, there is, it is very, very difficult 
when you have a parent who is resistant, who doesn't understand, you know, this is a normal part of life. You know, we go from being young and, you know, strong and, you know, our vitality is awesome to needing more help. Um, you know, but just yeah. don't, don't be afraid to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. Don't wait to have these conversations. Yeah, that's a, that is such wonderful advice. I think what I have found over the years is people often don't know what they're resisting. They don't even know what they're saying no to. And, and sometimes people do wait so long that they even bypass the opportunity to live in assisted living. And they, they don't even realize all the wonderful things that they've missed that Libby's been describing of how great her days are. And, um, and I think sometimes people resist because they, they don't know what they're saying no to. And, and they have that stereotypical, you know, mindset of what, what they think it is without realizing that there's something totally different available to them. So such great words of wisdom, um, such great advice. And I really appreciate you both sharing your journey and, and taking the time with us this morning to, to talk about it and hopefully help others down the road as they consider uh, senior living options for, for their families. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you.